This is part eight of a 10-part podcast on your electronic health record and taking control of your own health management. Enjoy the episode. So where did they come from? Where did this whole thing evolve from? It's not just from thumbsuck, you know, what it actually started off was with the first uh, industrial revolution, right? So the first industrial revolution, when people changed from doing things with their hands and creating cloth and working with their hands, building and creating everything they created was done by the hands. And that was transferred in creating machines that starting to weave and started to to create new things. And the, the, the discovery of the steam power and water power hugely contributed for the first industrial revolution to take place. And it really started in Europe in 7060, more or less. And it went on for until 1820 to 1840 uh, uh, in Europe and the United States mainly, right? And the effects was mainly on the textile uh, industry and manufacturing. And suddenly we had clothing and you could clothe people and they would like different designs. And, oh, what about that color? You know, so it actually driven that. And it was also driven into other industries like iron production and, and iron manufacturing that brought on new agricultural machines and mining now you suddenly don't have to have a spade to mine. Suddenly you have bigger machines that's more powerful that can de dig deeper and wider and, and more efficiently using less manpower. Um, but it also empowered the middle class to start to rise because suddenly people could work in yeah. these factories, etc. So the first industrial revolution was a very important foundation stone for what we have today as the fourth industrial revolution. So the second uh, industrial revolution, right, was is actually known as the technological technological uh, revolution. It is the period between 1871 and 1914, and it actually resulted from installations of extensive railroads and telegraph networks. And because of that, people could transfer quicker and they could transfer their ideas quicker right they could, could converse it's the early internet the early internet exactly yeah. on the telephone exactly that right and also with the increasing e electrification um, new inventions could be made that enabled factories to produce more and higher volumes and modern modern um, production lines were for the first time seen uh, that wasn't seen before it is a period of great economic growth, and there was an increase in productivity, but also it caused a lot of unemployment because the machines took over, yeah. and hence the war, war of the worlds yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> theme of machines taking Terminator. So guess at what? They also have the conspiracy theories. Even in 1914, they had yeah. it, so they could see these things happening, and people resist change as a general rule. Well, that started basically then the industrial revolution of the third kind, right? And that is the also known as the digital revolution. And this occurred only in the late 20th century, right? And of the ending of the two world wars. And this, the wars actually created a lot of knowledge, 
a lot of building, a lot of innovation, creating new weapons and ideas, etc. And that generated a huge amount of... And then it slowed down after the world wars and resulted in a lot of unemployment again. But when the digital um, revolution started, it actually revolutionized the way people think and do things. And the technologies started to evolve and more people were employed in those technologies, right? And the next significant development in the third industrial revolution was actually in the communication technologies, the mobile phone, how we text, how we yeah. could share messages, how we actually advance telephone and mobile onto mobile, but also very importantly, the first supercomputers were established and built. And with the extensive use of these big computer and big computer programming um, and communication technologies that sat on top of that, we suddenly see um, that we have much more power to the people. Yeah. People start to benefit from it and they have increased and improved their health qual quality of life. Yeah. Right. So it added value for them. Right. So what is the fourth uh, industrial revolution then? It's an extension of what already happened in the third industrial revolution, of course. Right. And the interesting history about how the fourth industrial revolution came about actually started with the German industry 4.0 strategy. And uh, this originated in 2011 from a project in the high-tech strategy of the German government, which promotes the computerization of manufacturing. This is where it all started. How can we do it faster, bigger, better, more effectively, and more cost-effectively, yeah. right? So the term Industry 4 was publicly uh, introduced in the same year at the Hanover Fair. Uh, uh, sorry, at the Hanover Fair. And the famous German professor Wolfgang Walster is sometimes called the inventor of Industry 4.0. And in October 2012, the Working Group on Industry 4 presented a set of industry implementations, recommendations to the German federal government. And what they've basically done is to say, this is how we see the German economy can accelerate, right? And was tested in the field, in industry, right? This working group was headed by none other than Siegfried Dias of Robert Bosch company and Henning Kagerman the German Academy of Science and Engineering. And what happened is that what they designed and developed and put into industry actually started to become the gold standard for other industries across the globe. And we just started to follow that example, which was already in place in Germany and was field tested and proved to be solid and valuable. And that's where all these different technologies like the Internet of Things, um, robotics, blockchain technologies, all of that 
is evolving actually from this original point. Okay, okay. It's actually very interesting to listen to that that history there because it's very evident that we're in a very similar place now mm. to what spurred all of these changes, whether it was a world war or a need for something. We've just had a global pandemic. Yeah. Um, and we're going through, yeah. uh, uh, I suppose, over the last 10 years, uh, a real data Mm. growth something yeah. major is changing with the way we live our lives so it's if you follow the the, the progression of all these different revolutions and changes they're driven yeah. by a need they're yeah. driven by advances in technology yeah. they're driven by people wanting better quality of life mm. or more effect so that kind of lends to more confidence in something like yeah. artificial intelligence yeah. it's a natural progression of how things have gone yeah and always, it seems, in every one of these cases, people freak out at the start yeah. because it's changing. As you said, people yeah. are resistance to change. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're going through that at the moment where people, maybe not so much the younger generation, but most people 30, 40, 50 who grew up with a certain way, this is very different. Artificial intelligence and cryptocurrency and blockchain and e-commerce and digital this and digital that and my mom doesn't like to use her phone and all this kind of stuff. Mm. It's That's normal though when you look at the progression from one to Correct. four. And it's 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 just the way thing. That's why I say it's an inevitability, really. Thank you for listening to part eight of this 10-part series. If you'd like any further information on the topics of this podcast, or if you'd like to get involved with the research project, please contact Dr. Sam's team on reception at newacell.com.